You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. Calvin Wright here once again. It is Saturday, which means we're going to be going over every single game, our outlooks for each players, people we'd start, people we'd sit, who we think is going to win. And I'm here joined once again by Aiden. Hey, guys. I'm looking forward to this NFL week. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, especially... Uh, based on the Thursday night game. Oh, if if the other games are anything like that Thursday night game, I think we are all in for a treat. We're going to start off the show, actually, today. We've got a caller. He's calling in. He has a question about his fantasy team. So, Hank, the caller, take it away. Hey, uh, so I love your show. Anyways, I'm wondering about Josh Gordon. What's going to happen with his reception now that Antonio Brown has been cut from the Patriots? All right, good question. So... In my opinion, Josh Gordon is back to where he was, you know, before last week when they signed yeah. Antonio Brown. I think he's a good good wide receiver, too, with uh, upside. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that anyone that Brady can target um, consistently is going to have a lot of upside. I think that uh, Gordon will probably get some of a boost, but I wouldn't expect it to actually be a ton because now Dorsett is back up there. Mm-hmm. Um Edelman's obviously going to get a lot of volume that Brown got the second Are you week. comfortable with Josh Gordon being your wide receiver too now? If you had, let's say, uh, Julio Jones and Josh Gordon, would you be comfortable with that? Uh, I would be comfortable if I had Julio Jones ever. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I feel like Gordon is more of a flex play. Hey, question. Me. Would you rather have Terry McLaurin rest of the season or Josh Gordon? Um, Josh Gordon. All right. But that's because McLaurin's quarterback is mm-hmm. who, who Case Keenum. Yeah, so McLaurin, I like him, but Josh Gordon, he's a safer play the rest of the season. All right, so thanks once again for that question. We're going to start off now getting into a little review of the Thursday night game. The Jacksonville Jaguars took on the Tennessee Titans, and they won. Any thoughts on that game, Aiden? Um, well, Gardner Minshew looked pretty pretty he good. Did, he did. Um, Mariota looked really bad. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I wonder what they're going to do with their quarterback. <laughs> I, I don't think he's there next season. I, I wouldn't want to be on my team. Yeah, but it's... at the same time, like if, like his college days, he was very, very good. And his, even his uh, rookie year, he was There are a lot decent. of problems with Mariota, but there are also other problems. The offensive line, it was dreadful. But also, I mentioned the other day, uh, he has no peripheral vision, does he? Mm-hmm. It's crazy how he just stands there and takes sacks. Uh, I don't think he's on the Tennessee Titans next season. I think he, he finishes this year starting. I don't think they're going to bench him for Tannehill. I mean, I, it could happen. Good, though. It could happen. I don't think he's good. played as... He, he's not quite to that level of being benched for Tannehill yet. Yeah. I think it could get there fast. Probably. Right now, I don't think it's going to happen, but it's something to keep an eye on. If Tannehill does come, come in and start, I, I don't want him. 
I'm staying away from yeah. you know, anyone on this Titans team besides Derrick Henry, who I, I'm not even too excited about, but he, he's yeah. good. The Titans don't have a, a particularly good offensive line. Team. <laughs> well, a team in general, but <laughs> offensive line has kind of been a struggle so far. It has been. Um, on, the, on the other side, Jacksonville Jaguars. Leonard Fournette, he looked good. He had he the... He had 66 a lot of yards, 66 yards on 15 carries. Yeah, which... but I mean, six, <laughs> six six receptions is really good for PPR. Well, no, if if it was deceiving, though, if you watch just the box score, he had, you know, a six, 69-yard run and then ended, ended with 66 yards. He had 14 rushes for negative three yards, then broke off a big run. I would I would sell Leonard Fournette right now. Yeah, it it's probably a good bet to not have Leonard Fournette. But then again, I, I don't know, with Minshew being... If he just if he just had his receptions and got zero yards, he'd still have a fairly decent game. It's, six six points is still it's, you know a it's not game. what you drafted Fournette to be though. No, and his stats this week were boosted by that big run. He he would have been in negatives in standard leagues without that one big run. I just don't think Fournette is that good of a fancy runner. I would sell him if you have him. I don't have him anywhere, thankfully. Uh, Shark DJ Shark. Uh, he is. He, he he's he's like actually one of the players that I would definitely target in your waivers. Mm-hmm. And actually, by the end of the season, my bold prediction is going to be a middle of the pack wide receiver too. Yeah, I could see it happening. He looked good, and Minshew he's he's compet, uh, competent enough to support a decent wide receiver. I yeah, think, for fantasy, he actually he's broken a lot of records so far. Hasn't he, he? He's, he's an been incredible very good. passer rating and pass completion. He's had a really good stuff. start on the other side. Uh, Delaney Walker. He not had, too excited, not upset. He had a it good game, all things considered, which is nice for a tight end. Getting a consistent tight end is always mm-hmm. nice. And getting getting 13 points from your tight end is promising. <laughs> a lot of it was garbage time. Right. But I'm not complaining. <laughs> so that's that's really the only notable performances yeah. in the game. Tennessee lost 7-20. to All right, so let's move on to the first game of the week, Cincinnati Bengals versus the Buffalo Bills. Man, if this was last season, this game would probably get, what, negative two viewers? (laughs) But this year, the Bengals, they've looked better than last year, but they still haven't won. Do you think they get their first win? Uh, No. So (laughs) I'm I'm sure you guys remember first week um, we said the Bengals had a good-looking win. I mean, a good-looking loss. Uh, lost by one point, and so I was actually kind of, I was like, okay, they could come back, they can beat the Seahawks. Then the next week, or sorry, 49ers, 49ers. I keep my things mixed up. Then but the then, next week, they had a bad-looking loss. Yeah, like 30 points. I think points. this game, it's another bad-looking loss, you know. Joe Mixon, does he get on track? I think he bounces back, not not to RB1 status, I mean, if you have him, you have to play him, probably. He's still dealing with the ankle injury. He uh he's gonna play. I think he's a decent play for your fantasy teams. I'm not expecting a lot from him this week. Yeah. Is that where you are with him? Uh yeah, and the Bills have a pretty stout defense, all mm-hmm. things considered. Andy Dalton, you firing him up? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Josh um, Allen though. He's... Josh Allen, I would definitely if you need if you need a uh, quarterback streamer, I mean it's Saturday now, so it's probably <laughs> he's probably late. already been picked up. But any any quarterback in the future that plays against a team like the Bengals or what other bad defensive teams do you think that you can stream? Yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, James Winston against the Giants talked yeah. about it yesterday. He's as gross as it seems. He's a viable option. Josh Allen, bold prediction of the week, top three performance. This I, week. I can definitely see it. It's I think it could happen with the rushing ability. Frank Gore with Singletary out. You want any of that? I do. Um, 
I mean, I think Frank Gore will probably have a good game. I think anyone playing the Bengals defense is going to have a good game. <laughs> Frank Gore, he's not going to you know explode for 200 yards, but no. he'll get his 90 yards touchdown. I, I think the he'll volume probably get a touchdown. Yeah. He'll get a touchdown. The volume is there. TJ Yeldon, you're probably not looking at. Um, uh, receivers, Tyler Boyd, block and load to start. Yeah, you got to start him. He has been a PPR machine so far. Uh, the real question is, in that Bengals receiving core, do you fire up John Ross? I think you do. It's a hard matchup, but as we've seen... It only takes one play for Ross to be a difference maker in your fantasy week. He he was held in check for the whole game last week, and you know last couple <laughs> the last minutes, play, yeah. the last play, it he was broke like, it off for a huge touchdown. Plays. So I think you can start him fairly confidently. I I think it's hard to bench him. Yeah, after I mean, what he's done these he's first the number two three weeks. receiver, PPR. and the volume should be there. The Bengals I mentioned it yesterday. They are passing a lot. They are a ridiculous amount. I think that's part in part because Mixon has had a really ridiculously slow start. Yeah, averaging one point five nine yards per yeah. carry. You can't totally blame Mixon. We'll talk about that later on the show. A lot of penalties. A really. lot of penalties and a lot of injuries. It's just so a far. bad start to the season for that. All right, now, on the other side of the ball for the receiving, John Brown. Are you firing him, him up? I'm starting him. He has been. He's been pretty pretty. He's been surprising. Good. He's been good. He has been very good. He's a solid wide receiver two option this week. Uh, over 15 points, I'm taking it. I, yeah. I predict over 15 points. I bet he finds himself in the end zone. He's going to see a lot of targets once again, especially with Singletary out. Singletary, mm. he was taking, you know, the big plays. When they needed a big play on offense, they gave it Singletary. Now they're going to have to throw. And if they're throwing for a big play, John Brown's a target. Yeah. Cole Beasley excited at all? Uh, if I you, think if, you could flex him. I think you could in a deep league, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't just because why why why, why, why um, risk it? I mean— yeah. 12 points last week, all right, against the Giants secondary. Um, not a great you, you player. You probably have better options. Yeah, only on for 50% of the snaps, too, which that's, isn't That's promising. the worrisome thing, but I, I think you can start Beasley. I have a pretty good feeling about him. Uh, top 30 performance for him this week. Do you think he gets it? For Cole Beasley? Mm-hmm. Top 30? Mm, maybe if he can find himself in the end zone. Okay, so he's touchdown dependent. Yeah. Um, all right. I wouldn't actually fire up any of these defenses. I... Bills more so than the Bengals, obviously, but I feel like it's going to be a shootout. Honestly, it, it really could be because the Bengals, although they, you know, aren't great, they do have the potential to put up points fast with uh, the upside plays in yeah. John Ross and Mixon. He's still a good back, mm-hmm. so you're taking the Bills. I am too. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bills. That's the first game. Next up, Dallas versus Miami. Hmm, Miami's looking. Well, looking... you know, Josh Rosen. They're going to bring him back. Yeah, <laughs> he um. Can't do much worse than Fitzpatrick. I guess uh, Fitzpatrick just wasn't cutting it. The, the Dolphins just, they're I, a hard team to talk about. Josh Rosen, he's a player I actually feel bad for. He has been thrown into awful situations yeah. through his short career already. I'm not starting anyone on this offense for the Dolphins. I don't think you should either. It There's no one there. No, there really isn't anyone there. Now, Dallas, you're firing up Dak Prescott. Got to fire up Prescott. Um, Got to fire Elliott. Got to fire him Are you starting? Okay, interesting one. Tony Pollard, because I would start him this week. I think that Pollard, so my guess is that the Cowboys are going to get up by half. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they're not going to want to run Elliott into the ground. Mm-hmm. So I think that Pollard could get a lot of second half touches. But I don't know. The Cowboys are so inconsistent sometimes. The Dolphins could have a lead at, no. <laughs> at halftime. <laughs> Josh Rosen comes out, shocks us all, stole some of Fitz. Patrick's magic. You never know, but I think Pollard, I think you can play him in deeper leagues. On the receiving core, Amari Cooper must start. Randall Cobb, even, I would start. Yeah, if, if you need him, start him. 
Uh, Witten Witt has actually looked pretty decent through his first couple games. He has 15 and 10 points through the first two games. He's he's a he's a good option at tight end. You know, it's yeah. it's tight end, so you can play <laughs> based on matchups. Defenses, are you starting Dallas? Hi, uh, yeah, you got to start Dallas. And uh, the <laughs> Dolphins are projected to get negative 0.1 points. So don't start them. <laughs> uh, all right, next game. So wait, who are you taking? Oh, I'm definitely taking the okay. Cowboys. Taking Cowboys too. Next game, Denver and Green Bay Packers. Denver Broncos versus the Packers. I'm taking. I'm taking the Packers. I, I am. Um, I think the Packers are probably going to run away with this one, but I wouldn't be. I mean, the Broncos just had a good game, and they, they only did. lost by they they lose by one point or they lost by a field goal. Yeah, they've looked um, better than I expected. Uh, Joe Flacco, you probably don't have any interest starting him. No, you wouldn't start him. Uh, Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman, I don't uh, like anyone there. Yeah, the Packers have have actually shown out on defense a lot this they year. They have, and it's it's you know almost a fifty fifty split. I don't think either are going to be that valuable. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, are you starting him? I am in PPR leagues at least. Yeah, he has had I mean, a great start. And last week he had the twenty eight points. That was against the Bears. Yeah. I mean, that, that was against been, the Bears. He's been seeing a lot of targets, 7, 13. He, I think I can start him very confidently. Yeah. I mean, touchdown in each of his first games, too, is nice because yeah. at least— uh, He's the, the go-to guy. The question was, is Cortland Sutton going to get all the red zone targets? And so far, he, no. He's <laughs> not, he is not that guy yet. I think Cortland Sutton, you know, keeper leagues, dynasty leagues, he's— He's very valuable. I think he's the man for the future. But right now, Emmanuel Sanders is there, and he's taken the he's taken the bulk of the receptions. I think he's worth a start. Now, Aaron Rodgers excited about this? Um, could could be good. I mean, the Broncos have are not the defense they used to be, but they're still a, a pretty decent. Defense. We haven't seen the Aaron Rodgers that we you know have grown to love. We haven't seen that yet. He looked great first half, but then he didn't really do anything else. 209 yards, two touchdowns. He hasn't been bad. He just hasn't been what you what you were hoping for. Right. Do you th- I think if you have him, you probably have to start him. You spend that high draft yeah. pick. Aaron Jones? Um, you got to start him. I mean, mm-hmm. a great week last week against the Vikings defense, who are better than the Broncos defense, for yes. sure. The thing with Aaron Jones... And it's really tough to have him on your fantasy team. I have him in um, one of my one of my bigger leagues. Snap percentages. It's, yes, it's so scary. And is he gonna get? Is he even gonna get touches? Like they they yeah, the, the, the coach backs just, He came out this week and said he wants to get Jamal Williams the ball. More, yeah, that's just which tough a, to hear. As soon as Aaron Jones, you know, you finally see something great, and you're like, okay, I got my RB one. Suddenly. Jamal Williams is there to dampen all hopes of uh, yeah. a stud. But I think you got to start him. I'm open for a big week from him. Devontae um, Adams? Adams, got to start him. Uh, hasn't been great the first couple weeks. He has He's actually back. questionable this week. He is. I think he'll play. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll play. But it's definitely something worth noting, re-aggravation. But if you have him, you're starting him. Here's a quick pro tip. If you have a player in your starting lineup that you want to start that is questionable, um, even if they're probable, move them to your flex spot mm-hmm. if you can so that you can – like flex them out you real quickly and put that flex player in the running back or wide receiver spot that you want them to play in mm-hmm. so that you can move them out if you need to. Yeah. Or, or put him on your bench until Sunday morning just yeah. to let him rest up. Don't forget about him though. <laughs> um, so he's the only wide receiver there. I really want to start yeah. Jimmy Graham. You know, he gets a touchdown. And he's good. Yeah. But I mean, last week and just... he's bad. That's so it just comes down to if he gets a touchdown or not, you can um, start him because tight ends it's, it's rough out there. I don't, 
I'm lim- not excited. He was about actually Frank. limited um, in practice on Friday, which is not promising. So he's questionable right now. I'm not starting him. I I wouldn't start him if I could avoid it. So that is the matchup for that. I am taking Packers. You're taking Packers, right? Yeah. All right. So move, moving right along, Atlanta Falcons and the Indianapolis Colts. Um, this is actually my bold prediction. I think the Colts are going to pull this one out. Really? Uh, the Falcons. They just came off of a pretty good win against the um, Eagles. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm just not very impressed by Matt Ryan this year or Devonta Freeman. He has looked. I think he leads the league in interceptions, actually. He threw three of them last week, and it took the big Julio Jones play for them to win. So it, he is not he's not what we wanted Matt Ryan to be yet. And I don't think it's all Matt Ryan's fault. The offensive line in Atlanta is atrocious. We talked about it yesterday about Devontae Freeman. I'm not confident starting Devontae Freeman this week. No. he's. Um, I, actually, I actually have a little bit about him in a segment for later in the show, but uh, I wouldn't— I wouldn't fire him up with confidence even if I had to. But here's the worrisome thing. If you can't start him right now against the Colts, who, you know, they're decent, but they they aren't a good defense, who can you start him against? Uh, You kind of just got to hope that he gets a couple touchdowns in a game and then sell him. You don't really want to start him against any team because he's so inconsistent. I mean, let's be honest. First two games are against very difficult defenses, and that's fair. But that that shouldn't affect your snap count necessarily. Yeah. And he's still getting... Under 70%, and there's no Tevin Coleman. And Ido Smith has actually looked pretty decent. He's with, looked pretty decent. With what he's got. A worrisome thing, Freeman with the fumbles. Yeah. Because that, that is a good way to get off the field is to fumble the ball. You're going to be held out the next possession. Chris Carson. <laughs> Chris Carson. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not firing up Devontae Freeman. Now, receivers, Julio Jones, you're starting. You got to start Calvin Julio. Ridley. got to start starting Ridley. Gotta start him. Um, he has been great this year. Really good. Really um a dynamic duo right there. And Matt Ryan, I mean, even though we were just kind of hating on hating on him a little bit, he's still a very good quarterback. Yeah, I would be confident starting both Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and Austin Hooper too. Yeah, I mean, for a tight end, Austin Hooper has looked very good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, 16 points first week and then seven last week. Uh, Hooper's been kind of one of those players that you kind of have to laugh at a little bit because one week they can get like... 18 points on like one play in like the fourth quarter like last throw and it'll be like okay this this tight end's obviously great gotta pick him up and then you'll start him the next week you'll get zero points against one of the worst defenses that's austin hooper for you and i think you start him this week hope that he gets the touchdown yeah uh on the other side tight ends ebron and jack doyle thoughts on Um, them ebron he's (laughs) he's very touchdown dependent we knew (laughs) that going into the season um got a touchdown last week but it's still Less than half percent he's on for snaps. Yeah, 47% snap percentage. Not too excited about Eric Ebron or Jack Doyle. No, I, there are better options out there. But Doyle is on for more um, snaps. So if you needed a tight end that was going to be at least on the field, Doyle is more of the move, but Ebron's going to get you more points. Mm-hmm. Um, only two receptions for... Only three receptions on the whole year, two last week. Um, he's just not... It's a bad situation there. I'm not excited about either tight end. Now the receiver's there. T.Y. Hilton, he's the only one here. Yeah. He's the only one you're going to be starting. Uh, He's He's probable. He's probable. He was questionable um, actually earlier this morning for a... Calf injury. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just a tough situation. I bet he plays. I I think he'll play. Probably. 
but um, it's it's just something maybe temper your expectations could be re-aggravated but if you have him you're probably playing him gotta, gotta play marlon him. mack he he's still questionable too this whole team is banged up uh i think he'll play and i think if he plays you have to play him i say if, if mack plays he gets two touchdowns and a lot of yards all right but i think that if he doesn't play the colts lose <laughs> Now, the interesting thing is Jordan Wilkins, he broke off the 82-yard run last week. I think if Marlon Mack doesn't play, he is worth a start. I think you can stream him as a flex option, maybe even RB2 if you're really struggling. So it's definitely a situation to keep an eye on if Mack is playing or not. Yeah, for sure. And same way with uh, T.Y. Hilton. Are you starting Brissett? Uh, no. Okay, I'm not either. Um, so who are you taking this one? I like I said I gotta stick to my guns. I think that the Colts are gonna win actually. Okay, I'm taking Atlanta, so we're split on this one. Yeah, I mean fair. Uh, <laughs> picking the Colts probably call me a madman, but I think that if Mac plays, you know, yeah, he could get a lot of points. That's what it comes down to. Now the next game is a good game. Yes, a very fun game. Baltimore Ravens versus the Kansas City Chiefs. This is going to be a good game. High, high scoring. Yeah. We've got two of the hottest quarterbacks. I think that this game, if if it proves anything, is going to see if Lamar Jackson can actually play against a good team. Mm-hmm. Well, the Chiefs, they are not a good defense. They're not a good... He's going to have to put up a lot of yeah. points to compete with Patrick Mahomes. And if he's got to play, because the last few games, he's been playing... Like He plays the full game, obviously. Well, he did it first week. But he'll play, but he doesn't really have to, like throw a deep pass or he doesn't have to really utilize his legs that much but this game's going to go down to the fourth quarter most likely mm-hmm. and this so he's going to play at 100 percent. we're going to see game. what jackson is really made of i'm starting him all leagues i'm starting mahomes in all leagues ingram are you starting him i yeah, am gotta start him gotta, gotta start him now Lashawn mccoy damien williams darwin thompson what, well, what's going on there uh damien williams is out this week so don't have to worry about him bench him if you have him obviously um uh, Darwin Thompson, actually a guy that I'm really high on. I would roster him if you could. Yeah. Um, McCoy is a good running back if it was eight years ago. <laughs> um, but I'm not high on McCoy. I wouldn't start him if I could avoid it. And um, McCoy, he is he is going to suit up, but he still is banged up. And I could see Darwin Thompson really taking, taking the lead role in this game and establishing himself as much more of a, you know, as the guy yeah as yeah, as the guy um if you can't stay healthy on an offense that needs a lot of high-powered players then you're gonna you're just got the next man's up yeah you know and up. running back is a very replaceable position now if you're talking about like trying to replace Tyreek kill on this team you can't but it's already been done if, if you already have guys like sammy watkins um stepping up hardman stepping up you know um robinson too. yeah demarcus, demarcus robinson had an amazing weekend uh, oakland of course but you know the next guy is always going to be there to step up. Especially they're probably in this do good. offense, which is so high-powered. Now, the wide receivers, uh, Hollywood Brown, you're starting him. Got to start Brown. I'm not too excited about the other ones. No, they don't really have much. Now, Mark Andrews, I am starting. Mark Andrews has been he has, fantastic. I think he's this year's George Kittle. He he very, he very well could be. He um, has had over 100 yards in each game. And he's done it against bad defenses, but he continues to go against pretty yeah, bad defenses pretty for the rest of the schedule. year. He has an easy schedule, and I think Mark Andrews, he finishes top five tight end. You're starting him every week if you have him. For sure. On the other side, Travis Kelsey, you're starting um, Real quick about Mark Andrews. He was listed as questionable earlier this week. He's probable currently, 
but he hasn't been dealing with a foot injury. It's just something to keep an eye on if it changes, you know, <laughs> right before the game on Sunday, mm-hmm. but probably going to be healthy. Um, Kel- Kelsey, you got to fire him up. He's a every um, week start. Big week last week. For sure. After he disappointed in week one. he Disappointed with 11 points. <laughs> he rebounded with 107 yards and the score. You're starting Travis Kelsey. Got to start him. Now, um, Sammy Watkins, McCole Harmon, Robinson. Starting all of them? They're not quite the Rams yet. Um, you know, the Rams with it, with their trio of, um, Cooper Cup, Co- Cooper Cup, Robert, Robert Woods, Woods, Brandon Cooks. Um, they're not there yet. Uh, Watkins has been able to do it twice, not do it twice, but he had a good week against the Jaguars and then decent week against Oakland. I wouldn't start him or actually, okay, never mind. I would start him as your flex or wide receiver two, not a wide receiver one. Don't rely on him for numbers like 46 okay. every week. Um, Hardman is actually a guy that I'm looking forward to watching. Um, he had a big week after yeah, big week. doing nothing week one. I think here's my view on this. There are three, there are three wide receivers here. One of them is going to explode, and the others I think will have serviceable games. So if you have one of the three, I think you have to start them in the hopes that one of them is going to have you know 150 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I think that it's tough to pick because last week, or sorry, first week you saw Sammy Watkins explode. This last week, you saw Hardman and Robinson kind of explode. Who's going to explode this week? Is it going to be Kelsey? Is it going it could, to be it, There's so many Hardman. options there, but I think in this game, there are going to be enough touchdowns that, you know, there's a very good chance that they all get one even. <laughs> you know, we don't even know if the if the Ravens' defense is really going to step up and stop stop Patty Mahomes. Who knows? <laughs> I'm Watch this game be like 12 to 13. Yeah, <laughs> most boring game of the year. So who are you taking in this one, though? I, I got to go with the Chiefs just because they've been on a roll. I'm pulling for the upset with Baltimore Ravens. I, I It's respectable. I think they I think they come in, want to prove something. Lamar Jackson proven he's not just a running back. He wants to show I can do it against a good team. I think they pull out with the win. Now, next game, Oakland and Minnesota. Dude. It's, it's an interesting game. Two best game. quarterbacks. Yeah, for sure. Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, really looking good this season. <laughs> um, but seriously. There wait, are... wait. Do you remember... Way back when, when Derek Carr was like the next, yeah, yeah, he, had a <laughs> he good was season, the next big thing, MVP candidate. That that was that was <laughs> just wanted season. to make sure I didn't Remember dream Kirk that Cousins was good with the Redskins <laughs> of all teams too. I just um, wanted to make sure that wasn't a weird dream yeah. I had. <laughs> okay, Interesting turnaround. You're not. You're probably not starting either quarterbacks here. Although I think you can start Kirk Cousins if you have to. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we say that every week, but he just really... There's probably quarterbacks on your wave. If you have to, you can points. start Kirk Cousins, and you're probably going to be disappointed. That's that's what it yeah. is. Now, Josh Jacobs, Delvin Cook, both are looking fantastic. Jacobs is probable, but he's going to play. Yeah, uh, should play. Delvin he, Cook, he's been... He's, he's been, been phenomenal. Um, 26, 28 points in his first two weeks. Um, For those of you who are new, that's good. Very, for sure. <laughs> Um, and he has another good game script uh, against the Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders aren't going to put up a lot of points, most likely, and the Vikings' defense is good, even if they do. Yeah. Or even if Derek Carr's playing good, they're probably not going to It's not going to be a blow. They're going to be running. Yeah. Um. So Josh Jacobs and Delvin Cook, I'm starting both of them. Now, Tyrell Williams, are you starting him? I am. I think you got to roll with Williams. He's He's had two good weeks. He's set to play, even though he was listed as probable. He's had two good weeks. He's the go-to guy. He was a really fun player to watch when he played for the Chargers because he yeah. actually he was kind of under the radar for most of the time. But 
he could be good. I think he'll be good this week on the other side. Thielen, Diggs, you probably have to start them. Diggs has been disappointing. I, I, w- I wouldn't start Diggs, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, He's frustrating he, because he's boom or bust. Exactly. If, if, if Cousins can finally connect a pass, then Diggs is going to be good. But I, he's not. Is it's not like any of the other years of yeah. what you expect from Diggs and Adam Thielen. You're starting. Got to start him. He's still the go-to guy. He gets a lot of PPR points. He's just I don't know. You can't expect a lot. Kirk Cousins just isn't playing good. He's not playing well. And I want I want to see it before I start up Diggs. But I think you kind of have to play Thielen if you have him now. Darren Waller, you're starting. Got to start him. Uh, two two very solid weeks. Um, all things considered, hasn't gotten. Um, a touchdown yet, but he has gotten the receptions and the yards. And that's that's the incredible thing about Darren Waller's stat lines. You see uh, the 14 points and 12-point games, and you say, oh, well, he just had, you know, a touchdown. But that's not what it is. He's doing this without touchdowns. If he can find himself in the end zone, he's going to be seeing, you know, a top five t- uh, week. So I think he's a must-start at this point. Right. That, I mean, that could quickly go from 12 points to 18 points, just like that. And that's not even including the yards off that however long that touchdown was. So, I think you're starting Waller. Are you starting Rudolph on the other side? <laughs> no. Um, Rudolph is kind of a disappointment at tight end. <laughs> <laughs> Three points this season. Uh, looking, looking promising. Um, For reference, he's the number 48 tight end this year, <laughs> and there are 32 teams. I'd probably fire up the Vikings defense if I could, not the Raiders defense, of course. Um, really? Because I think Kirk Cousins, he's going to throw some interceptions. Yeah, but why would he fly up the Raiders' defense if there's 32 teams in, in the league? <laughs> Good point. I think if you are in a 16-man league that starts two defenses, Oakland Raiders, they're, they're a good defense this week. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I start them over Miami. Let's say that. Yeah, let's say that. Uh, I'm going Vikings this You're game. You're going Vikings? Pretty easy. I'm going upset, Oakland. <laughs> Interesting. I think Derek Carr, I think they get it done. I think these apart. No, I'm serious. <laughs> You're laughing at me. But apart from Delvin Cook, the Vikings they've looked bad. Kirk Cousins has not looked good. I think if they're dedicated to shutting down the run, if they can limit uh, Delvin Cook in just a little bit, even I think they can get away with the victory. Uh, Derek Carr, you know, he can't throw it far, but if he just dumps it off to Darren Waller, even Josh Jacobs, I think they can get it done this week. Yeah, the Vikings are a disappointment. They, they they haven't played well at all this this season, but I still think that you know you have a team with uh, Kirk Cousins as awful as he's been, a team with Diggs and Thielen. You can't really deny them. Uh, next game: New York Jets and the New England Patriots. I think I am gonna go with. Oh, this is tough. You know, Falk he has looked incredible, but I think I'm gonna have to go with the Patriots. That's probably um, the hardest decision that we've had to make so make so far. Not on the show, just in my life. Oh, that, yeah. that was the hardest decision I have ever made. Um, um, Brady, are you starting him? I don't. Uh, Brady's not a great fantasy quarterback. He's um, not usually, but he's looked good this year. He so actually far. has put up pretty decent points, 25-24. Um, Those were against Pittsburgh and Miami, but then again, this is against the Jets. But the Jets, they always play well against the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, Got to fire up Le'Veon Bell. I, I just simply do not understand what the, what the Jets are doing. Um, losing Darnold... Early in the season is terrible. Uh, losing any quarterback early in the season is terrible. But if you are putting Bell out there, so first of all, missed a whole season, and then he's getting a ton of attempts. They're they're gonna run him to the ground. I think. Yeah. Um, he has his guaranteed money. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean at this point, but he's he's gonna get injured. Um, but I'm starting him this week in PPR. Yeah, in PPR, he's you know uh, 
he's getting so much volume. It's for sure. Yeah, it's pretty you got, crazy. You got to start Bell. I'm just saying, if he gets, don't be surprised if he gets injured at some point. He's gonna have good numbers. They aren't good efficient numbers, but it's fantasy. Who cares about efficiency as long as he gets the numbers? I mean, exactly. that's that's it. Other side, Sony Michelle. You excited about? Uh, I don't like Sony Michelle. He had a he had a kickback week. It was against the Dolphins, but um, think eleven points against the Dolphins. Yeah, four yards per carry, not terrible. Got the touchdown, eighty three yards on the day. No targets or receptions. That's what's so worrisome on the season. No targets or receptions yeah. on the whole season. I uh, don't like him. That's just, but you just, you have to expect that. Would one. you rather if, start James White or Sony Michelle? If it's PPR, James White for yeah, sure. But definitely. Sony Michelle, if it's standard. Because he always has that touchdown upside. Yeah. Um, I mean, 83 yards it's Guaranteed alone. six points, basically. Yeah. Um, James White, he's kind of the opposite. It's kind of, it's You're not going to get the yards, but you're going to get the receptions and a touchdown, potentially. So, I think I could fi- you could fire up both in this matchup. Cause yeah. Because I think they'll be ahead pretty early on and be running, Probably. using the running backs. Robbie Anderson, uh, I'm not excited. I like Robbie Anderson. I'm not excited about any Jets player apart from Le'Veon Bell, without Darnold there. Yeah. And I'm not even excited about Le'Veon Bell, well, it's just the volume. The thing is, is that if Robbie Anderson plays as the outside receiver, he'll be playing against Stephon Gilmore, who is an amazing cornerback. Mm-hmm. And if he plays on the inside, he'll be covered by linebackers, which is kind of the Patriots' defense weak spot. But I, I still don't think anywhere he plays, he's probably not going to get Guards. I just don't see the upside with Falk there. I, I just don't. Now, yeah. Edelman, Josh Gordon, talked about yesterday. I think they get boosts. I, I would start both. I'd be comfortable starting both. Yeah, um, got to gotta fire them up both. So, I think that's pretty much all with this yeah, that's, game. Yeah, I'm taking Patriots. Now, one, one funny thing about Luke Falk, actually. So, Tom Brady and Luke Falk, they are both the 199th overall draft picks. They're both 6'4". They're both getting their first start at age 24. The week of their first start was week three, and they are going against legendary opposing quarterbacks. You heard it here first. Luke Falk is the next Tom Brady. All right, so the next game up is the Detroit Lions versus the Philadelphia Eagles. You got taken this one. Uh, Eagles pretty easily, in my opinion. They did lose the Falcons, but it was a good game. Yeah, um, it wasn't a bad loss. Now, uh, Deshaun Jackson is out. Alshon Jeffrey, he is iffy to play. Yeah. So it's most likely going to be Nelson Aguilar and Zach Ertz as the main receivers. So does that boost for you Miles Sanders this week? Miles Sanders has been pretty disappointing all mm-hmm. season, um, in terms of fantasy at least, and and in real life. You know, having under three yards, under three per, yards carry, per carry, is just... no scores. And he's getting quite a bit of work. It's just he has not converted it into fantasy points. He still has not topped... Over fifty percent on snaps percentage, which yeah. that is worrisome. Having having to be put in in the Eagles' backfield as a rookie mm-hmm. is tough because they already have Darren Sproles, who's he, he can catch, he's elusive, he's fast, um, and then you have Jordan, Jordan Howard. Howard, who's the ground and pound. So none of them have really been fantasy relevant yet. If you're gonna have to start one this game, who are you starting? I you still have to roll with Sanders upside, mm-hmm. but honestly, he's, he's gonna get the goal line work. I yeah, but I think that I think that this game is kind of going to determine who is if if any of them are going to be ownable or who's going to be the one that you are going to want to get for the Eagles mm-hmm. backfield. Um, <clears throat> just having a team where it's so tough to find a consistent running back, you you don't really want to own a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. So I'm not really excited about 
any of those running backs there. Aguilar, I think you can start him this week with yeah. the other receivers out. And Zacherts, of course, you're going to start once he's a decent start every week. On the other side, Matthew Stafford, you starting him? Uh, Probably Streaming not, him? just because the Eagles have a pretty good defense. Yeah, I- I'm not too excited about that. Carryon Johnson, you're going to start. The good news for Carryon, C.J. Anderson is cut, which that should give him some more upside. The goal line carries are now going to go through him most likely. Uh, yeah, I actually, <clears throat> for I want to talk about Carryon Johnson for a later segment. Um, I'm not super high on him this week just because the Eagles have a pretty dominant defense, mm-hmm. um, especially defensive line, which is where um, <laughs> the, the Lions don't have a good offensive line, and Johnson's just going to be kind of stuck. Yeah. It's he does he did catch the big pass last week which saved his week. He hasn't looked phenomenal yet. He hasn't he hasn't been that good yet, but I think he gets it back on track. He he's someone you're gonna start if you have them. Yeah. Now the receiving core, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, those are the two really only relevant ones. Galladay's um, coming off two good weeks. Yeah, Galladay he's looking very consistent. He's similar to Tyler Boyd. Um a wide receiver one on a bad team, but a high powered offense anyway. Yeah. Um, PPR, he has a lot of upside, um, probably going to be the guy to go to in the end zone for Matthew Stafford. So I would start Galladay pretty much every week with confidence. Yeah. He's pretty much a must start at this point. And Marvin Jones, not too excited, 10 points and then nine points. He's, you know, if you, you're really struggling at the wide receiver position, you need to flex someone, you can start him, but he's, I'm staying away this week, especially against the Eagles who they're a pretty good defense. Um, TJ Hawkinson, um, <clears throat> didn't have a good week against the Chargers, but for some reason, somehow the Chargers always lock up the tight ends, so I wouldn't let just, like, the first week wasn't a fluke, in my opinion. Yeah, um, he, he was drafted to be that, you know, the next guy. Exactly. He was taken top 10 draft pick, which is pretty rare for a tight end, so I think, I think he bounces back, he's probably he gonna should, find himself in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, he, he, should, he should at least find more targets. Yeah. Um, even if that doesn't necessarily translate, still, if you guys at the end of the week see that Hawkinson got, you know, five or six or even seven targets, be happy with that. Be content. And the good news, he has been on the field quite a bit. Yeah. 70, 79% of the snaps he's been on there. So I think you, you, you can start him this week. That's really the only players there. Yeah, uh, Eagles defense if you if you need a defense streamer. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. You're yeah. taking Philly? Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to take Detroit. Interesting. Another bold prediction. (laughs) (laughs) Carolina, Arizona next. Well, it's been announced Cam Newton, he is not going to play. Yeah, injured. Um, What a a surprise. I Uh, would have never guessed Cam Newton was injured. Uh, Kyler Murray, are you starting him? um, I am. I think you can start him. I think that he could play well against the Panthers. He's had a really good start to the season, and he's gone against some tricky defenses. Last year he had Baltimore. Last week he had Baltimore. He still he put up a decent week. Uh, Yeah, any team that's playing Baltimore, if they're not like an elite elite quarterback, then they probably won't do well. But Murray always has a pretty safe floor just because of his running well, ability. Well, that's that's the one thing I wanted to talk about. He hasn't been running as much as we'd like. Yeah. He only had four rush yards last week and 13 the week before. Now, his upside, we drafted him thinking that he'd be running a lot. He hasn't. Do you think his upside is limited? Do you start to view him a little bit differently if he doesn't start running the ball more? I think that last week, if you guys remember, I believe David Johnson was out of like most of the game in the second yeah, half. The- um, which... If if your main running back's out, it, like why why would the quarterback want to run it a ton? You know, at the end of the day, he had forty passing attempts. 
Uh, which yeah. is a lot. They they played from behind this game. Mm-hmm. They're, They're a very just... pass heavy team. For I sure. think he will start running a little bit more, getting more comfortable in this. And Baltimore's defense is very good. So I would start him this week. Christian McCaffrey, David Johnson, you got to start. McCaffrey, he's coming off a bad week, but the week before that, he had yeah. 42 points. You, you can't start. You can't bench him. Sorry. <laughs> um, and David Johnson is also coming off a week where he didn't do super well. Um, his game was saved by an early touchdown. Uh, but then he was injured with a with a wrist injury, which is scary because he had a wrist injury that hold, held him out all of um, the 2017 season, and it's just a little spooky having another wrist injury. But I wouldn't worry about it. He yeah. was wearing a brace the other day, but he isn't on the injury list, so he should be good to now, go. Now the annoying thing about David Johnson, because I went back and watched a lot of it, they get in the goal line the cardinals do they get down the field they do and then they decide to throw it like three straight times from the one yard line and they don't just give the ball to david johnson for the goal line touchdowns are you expecting that to change because i think it will i think they'll get a feel for what they have to do to score both these the past two weeks they could have very easily won they could have they Um, left points out there that you know they're kicking so many field goals if they could just run it up the gut on first in goal they, they suddenly it's a whole different story I think they win this one. I I, I think that Especially they could. with Newton out. Um, yeah, with Newton out, the Panthers are looking a little broken down. <laughs> but honestly, Kyler Murray. So that the, the Cardinals have a young coach, mm-hmm. um, and they have a young quarterback. They're just trying to figure out what what works and what doesn't. And they've seen these first two weeks throwing the ball in the red zone just has not worked very well. Um, so I think we see more production from David Johnson for sure. Uh, Fitzgerald is—he's a must-start. Must, he's, yeah, he's back. Um, yeah, Christian Le- Kirk. You like him, Kirk? He's actually been really good, and he is really—he's slowly becoming somewhat of a superstar, especially on this. What I guess what we can officially call a high-powered offense. Um, high-powered passing offense. Passing yeah. offense. Yeah. Um, I think I think you fire. fire up I Kirk. think you can fire up both of them. Uh. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. I'm not excited about any Carolina Panthers players, really. Yeah, I, I think mean, that Moore always has that PPR upside just because But without is, Newton, it just... It, it drops a little gross. bit. But it's like you wouldn't bench T.Y. Hilton just because luck is gone. Yeah, but I'm I'm not confident anymore with it. Uh, yeah. It's not... I'm not, you know, going and saying, Hey, guys, guess what? I'm starting DJ Moore without Cam Newton. You know, you're not excited about right. it. There are probably better options. Uh, And, yeah, that's uh, Charles Clay. I'm... Not starting. Greg Olson, I think you can start. You can probably start. Here's the thing. He's a little banged up, and he, but he's expected to play. Cam Newton is got, gone, which is a big downgrade. But the Arizona defense has been awful for tight ends, or great for tight ends. First game, TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. We all know what happened. Next, last week, Mark Andrews put up the huge game. I think Greg Olson could be a very good tight end this week, especially... He and Christian McCaffrey are really the only two on this offense I'd be comfortable yeah. starting. I think Olsen has a fairly safe floor, nine targets in both of his games. I just think that that's promising for a mm-hmm. tight end. Um, I probably wouldn't fire up either of these offenses, but... Defenses? Defenses, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, just because we're not really sure it's going to go. I mean, the, if, the Car- if the Cardinals can just destroy the Panthers, obviously you wouldn't fire the Panthers it was defense. A, if it was a different defense against this, Car- this uh, Carolina team, yeah. I would fire them up. But Arizona's defense... Kind of balances it out without having Cam exactly. there. So, who are you taking? I'm probably going to rock with the Cardinals I'm just because Cardinals. I don't think the I, Panthers... I think they get their first win. I don't think the Panthers are going to be able to bode mm-hmm. well with Newton not being there. Now, next game, the high-powered Giants with Daniel Jones getting his first start. Yeah. 
against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who who you got? Um, I got I, I think that the Buccaneers. Hopefully, <laughs> just because it would be nice to see Winston kind of get back on track. Yeah. Um, did so a little bit last week. Uh, anything is better than that first game. <laughs> yeah, I think you can stream him. We talked about that earlier. He went over 200 yards, got a touchdown. No interceptions last week. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think you can stream him. Now, Daniel Jones, I'm not starting him. No, not yet, but keep your eye on him. Um, we'll talk about him more during the or the rookie watch. Yeah. Um, Saquon, you're starting. <laughs> got to start Saquon. Uh, had, he's had pretty, two pretty good games against pretty pretty good defenses. Yep, number um, five Cowboys running back. He's... he's He's very good. We all knew that, and I think you got to start him every single week, no matter what the matchup is. Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones. Thoughts there? Because I don't know. <laughs> At this point, it's hard to think of. It, it's just hard to think about because who's who is actually the back that they're going to? Um, I don't really want either of them on my team. No, I but mean it feels so weird because there's so much opportunity. But neither of them have performed when they've had the chance. Yeah, and the the team doesn't seem committed to either. Really, no. they're just kind of. Going with a hot hand, and then sometimes not. So it's a frustrating situation. It really is. So the receivers, Sterling Shepard, Benny Fowler, not really excited about any of the receiving cores with a new quarterback. Yeah. Um. Other side, Chris Godwin, you're starting him. Got to start Godwin. He PPR. has been great. 26 points last week, found the end zone. Mike Evans, I think he bounces back. Uh, Yeah, I definitely think he bounces back. This is back. a very plus matchup for him. And he hasn't, he hasn't been a, as bad as people think. He, he's still... He hasn't been awful. He's not what you expected him to be. But he was dealing with this illness, and then he was dealing with a very weird Thursday night game. If you yeah. remember, it was rain I delayed, that, heavy rain the whole night. Just having an inconsistent quarterback mm-hmm. has been really tough on Mike Evans um, because he just doesn't get the the volume that you would expect yeah, that Mike Evans it, usually gets. But I think I think you can start him this week. Obviously, yeah, I think that and I think you game. buy low on him right now because after this week, I think we'll be thinking Mike Evans the way we always thought about him. Yeah, I think this is the game he bounces back. The tight ends, Evan Ingram, you're still starting, right? Yes, Ingram, good tight end. Um, you probably drafted him with a decently high pick. Yeah, um, and he's he's produced well for you. Um, and then on the other side, OJ Howard. <laughs> Hopefully, he can bounce back. Let's be honest. Some encouraging words from uh, the Bruce Arians there said he can play better. So I'm not too confident with it, but it's a good matchup, and he's a talented player. I think you can get away with starting him. I think he bounces back a little bit just because this matchup. But we haven't seen much from him this this, yeah. this year. It's just been tough. But he's been he's been on the field. Um, just hasn't been getting what you what you expect from him. No yeah. targets last game. Um, it's just just an odd situation. I think you can start him though. It, I'm not super confident starting him just because, you know, zero targets last week. But in this matchup and with how thin the wide receiver or tight end position is, sorry, I think you can start him. So who are you taking? I'm taking Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Okay. Um, Next game, Houston Houston, Texans versus the L.A. Chargers. That is actually probably going to be a very good game. That's going to be a good game. Um, We'll see if the Chargers can bounce back. I believe they they lost to the the Lions. They did, yeah. And um, Texans are a high-powered offense. They are Sean Watson. You're firing up. Got to um, uh, Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde. Gross situation. I'm not starting either. Uh, Duke Johnson takes away upside from Hyde, and Hyde takes away from upside from Duke Johnson. It, it's, it's I'm not touching either. Difficult. That's that's where I stand. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you're starting. Got to start him. Um, he's been kind of kind of 
Well, the huge game in week one, and then nine points last week. But he was guarded by Jalen Ramsey all game. He was really good. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later. Um, Will, Will Fuller, Fuller. And Kiki Kuti starting them. Uh, Will Fuller's boomer bust, but he's been consistent, staying eight points both games. And then Kuti, I probably wouldn't start him just mm-hmm. because. Why? Why? You have better options. Um, Keenan Allen on the other side been amazing so far this been year. Great. Um, I'm starting him. I, I, I'm Everywhere for sure starting I, yeah. him. Yeah, he's pretty much a must start. Mike Williams though. Mike Williams. Um, he was dealing with a knee injury earlier. He's kind of a he's a boomer bust. Um, I I, I wouldn't start him. If I, I wouldn't could start him either. But I think you can if you but need to. You probably have better options. Not interested in either of the tight ends. Uh, Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. I feel like we should talk about them. Austin Eckler has been phenomenal. He is actually sure. the number one ranked PPR running back. Just like everyone predicted, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of similar to the James Conner situation of last year. Um, star running back holds out, and the RB2 comes in and just shines. Now, here, I own Austin Eckler in a bunch of leagues, and after this week, I think I am selling him high if he... Or I'm holding him until Miami. I want to see him run against Miami. And then I think I'm going to sell him because I really think Melvin Gordon's going to be back. There have been reports that he may be back by week six. And I think Austin Eckler goes back to what he was before this whole, all yeah. this happened. And I think he's, you know, you got to sell him high. I, I'm, I'm not sure because I feel like if Melvin Gordon had come back, they'd at least split carries. And I think that the Chargers are going to look to try and trade Gordon away, or they're just going to bench him, um, which is odd because like you wouldn't think bench your RB one, mm-hmm. but Gordon honestly isn't a superstar. No, um, but a product ter- of a lot of goal line carries. He yeah, he has terrible yards per carry, um, and Eckler has really, really, really been good. Um, still not as high of yard per carries that you want, but touchdowns and the receiving upside. It's just a good offense for running backs. It really that's, is. That's what it is. Justin Jackson, I think you can flex him this week. He's been pretty consistent, seven points in uh, each game, leads the league in yards per carry. He's been very efficient, had very. 59 yards, 57 yards, and he's getting some volume, six and seven rushing attempts, three targets each game. I think you can flex him. He Yeah, he leads the league in yards per carry, actually, which is kind of insane. Um, you know, it's kind it's kind of sad because Justin Jackson is – a really good running He's a very back. Very good player. It's crazy how the Chargers ended up with three really good running backs. Um, it's just, I guess Eckler has the hot hand right now, mm-hmm. so he just gets the upside. But watch Justin Jackson. If you own Austin Eckler right now, Jackson is someone to keep an eye on. Probably own his handcuff because if Eckler goes down, Jackson is in that main role. And yeah. as we've seen, anyone in that LA Chargers main role is going to be a good running back for fantasy. Philip Rivers, uh, are you starting him? Uh, I think. Mm. Didn't play well against the Lions, but no, but he did well against Indianapolis. It could be a shootout. I think it probably will be. So I'm fine with rolling him, but not confidently. If yeah. you have a better option, like if you could, if you picked up Josh Allen yes, off of the waivers, I would start or something. him over Philip Rivers. So you're taking. I'm gonna go with the Texans this game. I'm taking Chargers. That it, it's it's back. a close game. Um, Next one: New Orleans Saints or Seattle Seahawks. Now remember, Drew Brees is gone. Yep. Well, it's going to be the for six weeks anyway. Yeah, six weeks. It's going to so. be the Teddy Bridgewater Taysom Hill quarterback tandem, tandem show, which is odd. <laughs> odd. You can't start either there. Taysom Hill is someone to keep an eye on because if he earns that starting role, 
he likes to run. He's a he's a freak athlete, and he, he really could be is. a very valuable quarterback because of that rushing ability if he can earn that role. And it's still a high-powered team. You've got Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, Michael Thomas. It's a good team. So whoever earns that role, I think you can plug in and play depending on matchups. For sure. On their side, you're starting. Got, probably got to start Russell Wilson just because I'm still gonna. I'm still thinking even with um, the Saints losing Drew Brees, I think it's still gonna be a high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. This last game against the Rams. First of all, the Rams have a good defense. Yeah. Let's not forget that. And they were already down. Losing Drew Brees is demoralizing. And they just literally could not get anything going. It was a bad night for the Saints. Yeah. Um, so, w- which brings us to the next play that we want to talk about. Alvin Kamara. Hasn't really been what owners want from him. Well, I, I'm worried about I'm worried about Kamara. He's, you know, we all know him. He's incredibly efficient. But he thrives in the passing game. And Drew Brees went down and he only saw three targets. I, you're hoping if you own him that can boost back up to what he usually gets. But... It could not. It, there's a good chance that it doesn't. Yep. That's um, something you have to come to ter- terms with, is that Alvin Kamara for the next six weeks, he may not be, you know, the Alvin Kamara you drafted him to be. There's a very good chance that happens. Latavius Murray, I'm dumping now. Um, Yeah, Murray, he's interesting. I, I actually disagree about Kamara. Really? Because if your quarterback goes down, obviously, just by the nature of how things go, you have to rely more on the running game. And Latavius Murray hasn't really been as great as people think he has been. Um, decent yards per carry first week. Well, he did have the big run. Big run, though. Yeah, it, it inflates his yeah. yards per carry. Um, and he's only been on, he's been on for like less than 40%, 35% last week. Um, but that's just because they, they were down. Why run Kamara? They were already demoralized. It was not a good game. It's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. Because I, I haven't I seen us Drew Brees less Saints in a while. A while, <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be... Uh, we haven't seen Kamara without Drew Brees. It's going to be interesting to see. Michael Thomas, this is a big blow to him, I think. But I think he's still got to yeah. start him. He's still... He's, he's a must-play, even yeah. though he's not going to be quite what you drafted and be for the next several weeks. Other side, Chris Carson. Um, Probably got to start him. The fumbles. The fumbles are, are concerning for Especially sure. Especially because they were in important situations, you yeah. know, on the goal line at the end of the game. So Rashad Penny, he's one to keep an eye on because he's looked great. And if Chris Carson, you know, gets sent to the doghouse for fumbling on the goal line again, he's suddenly a good running back on a run for his team. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rashad Penny questionable this week. Um, if he doesn't play, obviously fire up Chris Carson. If he does play... Chris Carson, I still think you probably got to fire him up. You got to start him. But Rashad Penny, I think you could, if he plays, I think you could get away flexing him this week. Yeah, in a, in a deep league. Um, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett, been been pretty pretty decent. He's been good, yeah. Um, I think you got to start him. Yeah, and same way with Metcalf. Um, I, I'll talk about him a little later in the rookie watch. He's been good. Been really good. I'd start him up with confidence. So um, who are you taking? I've probably got to go, you know, I think the Saints are actually going to pull this one out. The Seahawks really haven't been, uh, they, they've been good, but they haven't been amazing. Yeah. Um, I think they, both their wins have been by two points or less. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think the Saints take it, even without Drew Brees. I think they kind of shock people. Now, Pittsburgh Steelers, they're struggling. Big Ben out for the season. San Francisco 49ers, they are hot. Yeah, coming off a big win. Um, I'll probably go with the hot hand with the 49ers, but it's not because 
they're hot. Mm-hmm. They played the Bengals, let's be honest. Um, but I think that the Steelers losing Big Ben is a big, uh, big hit to their offense. I think Pittsburgh comes out this week and kind of shocks people because they were pretty decent. And yes, Big Ben is a great quarterback, but he wasn't playing well. No, he wasn't. This season, we didn't lose anything with Big Ben going out. For for what he had done for the first two weeks, we mm-hmm. aren't really losing anything. We're losing stuff in that, yes, last year he's been great. He's been great in years past, but this year he was not doing too well at all. So it is a step down from last year for Juju Smith-Schuster, but compared to Juju Smith-Schuster last week or the week before, I think it stays about the same. Honestly, I, I disagree. I think that the Steelers are falling apart at this point. Really? Um, I think that Big Ben, as as bad as he is playing this season, he's still a key part of their offense. And he's he's been he's been the huddle leader mm-hmm. for so long. a long time. Um, I, and Smith Schuster hasn't looked good this season so far. You know, we we were coming into the season questioning: Is he going to be able to be that wide receiver one? And so far, he hasn't really proven it. No, he um, hasn't. Thirteen points a game, but I don't know. I just don't. I it, don't. It's trust hard him. to say. It's an interesting situation because once again, we haven't really seen the Steelers without Big Ben long term mm-hmm. in a long time. So um, I think that one of the biggest disappointments of the season. And one guy that I think is going to bust for the rest of the season is James Conner. Yes, I do um, too. He just, he's not even seeing, he's barely getting over half the snap snap percentages, first of all. Um, he's banged up already. And terrible turned. yards per carry. He just hasn't looked very good. Yeah, yeah I just. And it's, it, on, it's on a team that, as Aiden said, they are falling apart. I don't think it's, see, yes, the dealers are falling apart, but I think they had already pretty much fallen apart. Yeah. That's, that's where I am with it. I, I think is not that big of a blow because they were already pretty much... Yeah, they, they were declining pretty rapidly. Now, James Washington, though, he's one to talk about because he he played at college with Rudolph, the new quarterback, and the past two preseasons, he has been Rudolph's go-to guy. I think he's worth picking up. Yeah, definitely worth a pickup, but... I'm not playing him yet. You wouldn't start him this week. I wouldn't start him yet, but he's worth picking up because, you know, a couple weeks he could be the new hot hot commodity. Other side, Jimmy G, starting him against Pittsburgh... Probably if 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 you're streaming a if you're streaming a quarterback, sorry, mm-hmm. um, he this is a pretty good game. Um, didn't even do super well against the Bengals, but at that point he didn't really need to play. Yeah, you know, they gave the ball to Jeff Wilson in the red zone. You know they just didn't. Yeah, they didn't need, didn't need to play. So he put up twenty two points. I think you can stream him. I like streaming Josh Allen more a lot more. Yeah, maybe even Jameis Winston more, just because I think it maybe, may be a yeah. little more competitive a game. Now the running back. This is a mess. It's a three-headed monster with Matt Breida, Raheem Mostert, and Jeff Wilson. Jeffrey Wilson. Sorry. <laughs> um, Jeffrey Wilson. Jeff Wilson. I don't know why I'm saying Jeffrey. He's the goal line back. We saw him get the touchdowns. Raheem Mostert turned into Raheem Mustart, as I said <laughs> last week, and you said no, no, no. But I don't think. I don't. I don't think. I don't that, know. I. All of these three. Probably, well, at least um, Mostert and Brita need to be rostered. Jeff Wilson, if he deeper keeps leagues. getting... In deeper leagues, sure, but he's probably not going to keep producing. You that don't want to be banking on a touchdown. Right. Or two touchdowns. And he, they played the Bengals, and at that point, they were up... They were they had like 40 points that game. Yeah. You know, that that is not going to happen every week. And that's really... That's, like, that's going to happen, like, maybe not even this yeah, season. Yeah, I think they're all worth a roster spot right now. And I think... Breida and Mustard are worth starting this week, honestly. I think it's... I don't know. 
You don't. You don't think well, again, again? Pittsburgh. Their defense is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh defense is all right. You know, we got to remember they didn't lose a defensive component. They lost an offensive component. Yeah, but, but it, I don't know. I don't I think know. They're on the field more. I think. I think you can start both Brita and Mustard and just be fine. It's not going to hurt you. It's tough. They've looked good. Up. They've looked really they, they good. They have looked good, but I think it's tricky because point, there are three of them. Right. At some point, they're going to play the hot hand, mm-hmm. and it's really just seeing who gets the who gets it first. Yeah. Uh, wide receivers on this team. Debo Samuel. He's he's interesting. He's been he had a great week last week against For Cincinnati. Sure. Do you think he repeats? Um, he could. I don't think that he necessarily will. At least not to the extent that um, n- not not as good as last week. Um, you know, hasn't been really getting a ton of targets. Hasn't been getting a ton of receptions. But I I don't know. He he's a good receiver. All things um said. Yeah, he's good. I. I'm not as thrilled about it because it was against the Bengals and, you know, a lot of touchdowns going around. Not every game is going to be like that. I think people have overreacted a little bit. Yes, Samuel's good. He's worth owning, but he's not quite, you know, what people are hyping him up to be. Same with Marquise Goodwin. Everyone on this team had a great game. Well, they went against a really, really bad defense. Exactly. That's, you just have to put things into, you know, comparison of who they were going against. Exactly. I mean, it's it's kind of an interesting situation at wide receiver. We see a lot of tandems in the running back situation, but it's kind of odd um, in this in this wide receiver. Who's the who's the wide receiver one? Is it Samuel? Is it Goodwin? We don't know yet. Um, we're kind of waiting for Jimmy G to be that Patriot to Jimmy G that the, we the Jimmy G we saw for the last three games two years yes. ago. <laughs> um, Tight ends, you're starting Kittle. Kittle, Kittle. probably gotta start Vance McDonald. He got uh, a lot of targets when Rudolph came in, worth yeah. noting, especially if you're in PPR leagues. Yeah, but, seven targets, 91% on the snap, which is important for a tight end. That's very good. I think you can start both. Obviously, you're starting Kittle, and I think Vance McDonald is a good start this week. So who do you have? I I said I think Pittsburgh upsets it. I, I got to roll with the 49ers just because they are coming off a good game, and I think that, the pit, that Pittsburgh is just, I don't know, I don't think that they're going to be able to pull it out. I think Pittsburgh, they want to prove that, you know, they aren't as bad as everyone's saying. And they lost Big Ben. That's a big blow. But I think I think they come out with something proven. They upset the, the 49ers. So the next game, Rams versus Cleveland. Interesting. That's actually, that's Goff hasn't good looked game. very good. Goff has not looked very good. And Baker Mayfield, he hasn't looked good. Last week, he was saved by Odell Beckham running the ball 89 yards. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it kind of comes down to which quarterback is going to be able to kind of break away from the mediocrity that they've both been trapped in. Yeah, because they're both, they're both very talented. Exactly. They can both be great quarterbacks. It just takes them a, a little while to break out. It's still early in the season. Garrett Gilbert, the bench guy for the, the for the Browns, if you all remember him in the AAF, he was incredible. Just wanted to... <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> shout out to... <laughs> shout out to the AAF. <laughs> um, so, running backs, it could, be, it could be a good running game, to be honest. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Of course, the the only problem is is they're going to be playing for. It, I think it's going to be a shootout at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Um, so I'm not sure how running how big running backs are going to be involved. If I were to be honest with you, I think that this game could go one of two ways. It's either going to be extremely low scoring and actually kind of annoying. Yeah, like thirteen to ten. Exactly. Or it's going to be the Chiefs Rams game of last year. Yeah. Um, but if you remember, neither of the running backs did good in that game. Yeah, they didn't do very well. Now I. Todd Gurley, a lot of people hating on him. 
I think he's good for what he is now. You have to. Hopefully, if you drafted him, you accepted that he's not gonna be the same as he was yeah. the past two years. But for what he is now, uh, RB two, you know, he's good and he's, he's good. consistent. He, the snap percentage is not. It's not what we not wanted, ideal, but, but he's getting touches, and I think you you can start him. He's obviously. still the man. He's still the man. I'm not interested in starting Malcolm Brown. Worth noting, if you own Todd Gurley, he's a great handcuff. Yeah. On the other side, Nick Chubb, he got things going last week. Got yeah. the touchdown. Um, he he's had a couple tough matchups. Um, all things said, against the Titans and, Jets. and the Jets. Um, things don't get much easier against the Rams and then Baltimore. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a really <laughs> tough schedule. Um, luckily, his late season stretch is pretty easy. Miami, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Arizona. That's that's nice. That that is pretty good. Um, I I, I you gotta roll it, Chubb. You probably drafted him as your at RB least your RB two. Yeah. Um. Now wide receivers: Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. You start them all. I think. Yeah, you gotta start them all. If you, you have one of them, you gotta start them. You could probably get away if you owned all three, starting them. Probably. <laughs> Um, hopefully Goff can make good reads, make good throws. Yeah, it's, He's been questionable, but... We've seen him do it before, and I think he gets on track. Yeah. It's taken a little while, but I think he will. Now, the other side, Odell Beckham, he's really the only one I, I like in this team. Jarvis Landry, he, he's been a disappointment since he joined Cle- Cleveland. Uh, he's see- seen seven targets a game, just hasn't really produced with them, only 32 yards last week. Yeah. I think that that's a product of Baker Mayfield not doing very well, mm-hmm. though. But are you, are you confident starting him? Because on one hand, you can say, well, this is the game Baker Mayfield breaks out, but are you confident starting Landry? I don't think this is a game ba- Baker breaks out, but I think that this this could be a good game for Landry. Okay. Um, just because odds are They're gonna the Rams are going to double cover Odell, yeah. like they always do. And if Odell's being double covered, then is Landry being double covered, or is he going to be single covered? If, that's, if he's single covered, then... He has a good chance. Yeah, of Yeah, I think it up. you can start him. I, I'm not excited about it. I like Odell Beckham more. I mean, he's he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tight ends. Najoku is out. He's on IR. It's it's not a great tight end game. It's, I'm not starting any tight ends here. Really, you know, Jer- Everett. It, not, Jer- yeah, I'm not Everett interested. probably not probably not the guy. Um, um who do you have? Ooh, I I think the Rams. I. I think that the Rams will probably win this Cleveland one. hasn't looked that good. They, no. they got by the Jets without Sam Darnold or Trevor Simeon, and it really hinged on a huge run by Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not too excited about Cleveland so far in this season. Yeah, they're, they they got really overhyped. They have, they have yeah. a lot of, in my opinion, clout chasers on their team, which is nice for publicity, but if they can't uh, play They may well, be a better team in Madden than in real right. life. Right. <laughs> All right, last game, Monday night game. Chicago, um, Washington. Oh, this is going to be a nice game for Case Keenum. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a... Um, oh, gosh, Chicago. I'm taking Chicago. Yeah, probably got to roll Chicago, although they've been pretty disappointing. They've been disappointing, but um, their defense Don't roll out the quarterbacks. Their defense is bail- bailing them out. Mitch Trubisky, he's frustrating because it's not eight points and then five points... And he has looked bad. If you go back and rewatch it in that game against the Packers first week, he only had one interception. It should have been three. It, it, yeah. He looks awful. He's and this not is his well. third year. I think it's you know is coming down to it's he's not the guy. Not I think he's still the guy. 
he just isn't the guy they wanted. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm saying I think if you know this continues, if he looks as bad as this, I think they could move on from him pretty soon. Maybe yeah, they've just they've invested. A, I don't know. It's a it's, it's strange. A they situation. drafted him so high. Uh, David Montgomery, he finally got the workload that we wanted. He. He didn't do super. He didn't do well very well. For 62 yards, he did get the touchdown. It took him like ten tries to get the <laughs> touchdown on the goal line. <laughs> I think you can. You're starting him this week against uh, against Washington. I think he's a very good start this week. Actually, and I think this is the week he kind of breaks out. Yeah, it, it could be. On the other side of the ball, you have Chris Thompson and Adrian Peterson. Kind of an odd duo. Um, Chris Thompson's a good PPR play, probably a flex play. Um, that has the upside of catching a lot. I'm of not passes. starting either this week against Chicago, but exactly. Yeah, that's that's Playing what it bears. comes down to. Uh, Allen Robinson, are you starting him? I think that you probably should, but I don't think he'll do amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, he hinges sadly on the performance of Mr. Trubisky, which and is like you said, he's <laughs> rough. doesn't look very good. Uh, now the other side, Terry McLaurin. He's someone who has looked phenomenal. Yeah. He, now. He's been hot on the waiver wires. People, I have him in some leagues, and some people are already trying to trade for him, giving away big pieces. If you have Terry McLaurin, keep him. He's not going to have a great week. Don't start him this week. He's going against Chicago. But after that, he has the Giants and then the Patriots, but then he gets to go against Miami, San Francisco. He, his schedule gets better than this week, and he's looked great. He's the go-to guy. And if you don't have Terry McLaurin and really want a piece of that, I think after this week is a good time to buy low. Yeah, it could be. Because, you know, we this the narrative could turn into, oh, it was just two fluky games for a rookie wide receiver if, you know, if he posts zero for zero. So I think this could be a good chance to buy him low. Yeah. Uh, tight ends. Vernon Davis is, is... Is Jordan Reed back? Uh, not... I don't know. Have you <laughs> ever... He's doubtful again this week. Have you ever seen Jordan Reed play? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, what, like 24? 20- I've, I've been playing for a long time, and I don't actually remember yeah. having Jordan he had like one, He had like one good season. <laughs> um, He's very talented, but he, he gets a lot of concussions. That's, that's, yeah. that's it. Um, Trey Burton. Burton, questionable again. Burton's a good tight end, but he depends on Mitch he's Trubisky. A, in in my opinion, that's... Burton is a good real-life tight end, but not mm-hmm. a good fantasy tight end. Yeah. I'm not really excited about anyone in this game except for David Montgomery. Uh yeah, I, uh, honestly, not even David Montgomery for me that much. Really? He's he, he he should have a decent game. Um, Cohen just kind of limits him. Yeah, would he play Montgomery as a RB two? Would he be comfortable with that? Mm, probably not. I would, okay, as a flex, I'd be comfortable. Okay, so I I, I have higher expectations than you do for him. So, I still got to go with uh, Bears on this game. Yeah, I'm going Bears. So that is the end. That that, that that's Went the NFL players. All of the matchups. Hope you enjoyed it. What what else do we have today? Um, Some rookie watch. Rookie watch. Um. So Josh Jacobs is clear to play, and he still he still doesn't have very many like snaps. Like he's mm-hmm. not get, he's not on the field as much as we want him to be. But he's um, produced well. It, he's he's produced all right. He's what he's, I expected. He's not in the passing game at all, mm-hmm. though, which is not promising, especially considering that the Raiders are going to have poor game scripts most of the of the time. Jacobs is just maybe an RB two. Like yeah. a low, a low RB two yeah. most weeks. That's that's what I think. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's gonna get the start. Um, not fantasy relevant. <laughs> uh, he he has he has good potential. I think considered. You know, there's a lot of memes and just people that just joke about them picking him at six, which wasn't a gr- good pick at all. But, but he does have talent around him. He's he, got yeah. Sterling Shepard, uh, Evan uh, Ingram, Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Yeah, and I forgot to talk about it, but Golden Tate. 
He's someone yeah, I would back. try to pick up because he's coming back in a week or two, and I think he could be a really hot commodity on the waiver wire. But if you can get him before he comes back, no one's going to be thinking about him. So exactly. just someone to keep an eye on. And you saw what he did with um, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, so. he's, he's a good receiver. Um, Marquise Brown, he's definitely – he's been good, like really good. really good. Um, he could – I think that he could be a week-to-week starter if he can play again – like play – like at the level he's been playing yeah. again in week three. If he can do it again, I think he kind of proves himself. I think that he's been exploiting the schedule a little bit though. Yeah, but he he was drafted to be you know a talented wide receiver. One, he's, he's the guy in, in the Ravens. He is. Um, David Montgomery isn't seeing good snap counts. Still splitting carries, kind of with yeah. Cohen. It's more like Cohen's just getting the volume, in my opinion. Yeah, that's it's frustrating for Montgomery. Um, he's I, I in my opinion he's touchdown dependent. Yeah. Um. DK, he's been really good. He's big and he's tall and he's it's hard to bring him down. Like if you saw him play at all, he's just been a monster. Now I thought he was gonna be really bad because as gifted as he is, he's not good at running around little cones. No. So that I thought he was gonna be bad for that, <laughs> that one that reason. <laughs> not because... by the joke. <laughs> um I think he kind of is in the same situation as Brown. Hollywood Brown, yeah. Could be a week-to-week play if he can keep performing at the level he is. Now, Miles Sanders, he's... He, he's not He's not good to own. Um, three-headed <laughs> Three-headed committee, committee it's, uh, and neither of them have really shown us anything. It's... I think we've said it before. We said it, I think we said it earlier this episode. He's he's kind of the odd man out in that yeah. team. I think if you have him, you have to hold on to him a little bit longer. Yeah. He's not someone I'm trying to Sell get, Sell him though. if he gets a good game. Yeah, that's... Uh, Debo Samuel and McCole Hardman. Uh, I think that they should be watched, but I don't know if they're valuable enough to roster unless you have like a if you have like a bunch of bench spots. Then I'm sure. starting McCole Hardman this week. Actually, he could he could be a good start this week. But Just, I love that offense. The, their offense. He's is someone good. I'm rostering starting until Tyreek comes back, and then yeah. I'm selling him. Yeah, they're interesting. Um, maybe maybe a bench roster. I'm I'm not sure. Now, interesting question with the emergence of Demarcus Robinson or. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. and McCole Hardman. Does this, with Tyreek Hill coming back, are you tampering your expectations for Tyreek Hill a little bit? Because we're seeing these guys emerge, and Sammy Watkins is finally healthy. Do you, Does this lower your expectations for Tyreek Hill a little bit? Not at all. The same. Um, if you have a quarterback who has an insane arm, and you're the wide receiver with decent, decent enough catching yeah. and the fastest wheels in the league... <laughs> You, there's no question. Okay. If he can come back and he can be healthy and not re-aggravate that, um, that injury, he should be good to go. My thoughts, too. Just just want to bring it up because, you know, we're seeing other guys there perform. I think it's a product, yeah. product of the system in the quarterback. Really and when he's back, he's going to be the benefactor of that system again. Um, I, th- I think that Darwin Thompson should be picked up. Um, ASAP like right as possible. Yeah. ASAP as possible. Um, Williams and McCoy have been banged up. Um, looked very good. He he he, he could be really good. Thompson and anyone really on this good. offense, as we talked, they're valuable. Exactly. It's a great offense. All right. So on don't worry, players. Right. Segment. Yeah. Don't worry, players. Christian McCaffrey. He's still a week to week play. People are kind of like, oh, he only got seven points last week. It's like, yeah, but like it was it was forty two the, the week before. It's the weirdest game it, I have seen <laughs> in my life. It was an awful game too, and I was shocked at how many people actually reacted that way to CMC. I thought it'd be, you know, one or two people like, oh, do I drop Christian McCaffrey? But no, a lot of people were actually worried about him. No, he's still 
He's phenomenal. I, in my opinion, I think that he'll actually get more volume, yeah. more passes, and I think that he's actually going to get at least another 42-point game this season yeah. with Cam out. He was. I predicted him to be the number one PPR running back this year, and I, I haven't changed that at all. I still think he will. Um, next, I am. Th- 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 these are my opinions. Joe Mixon is going to kick it back into high gear. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been atrocious to begin, but we have to remember he was injured. He he was literally injured. You can't judge a player just off of his injury. Yeah, and an ankle sprain. Those are hard because why would you want to rush back your star running back from an ankle sprain, which could get reaggravated easily and cause other damage, especially with his running style. You know, yeah, the jump the, cuts. It, but. They're down so much, and they're yeah. they're playing. They're just a bad team. Why would you want to rush back your RB? Yeah, that's that's kind of where I think Mixon. I don't think his upside is going to be what we had hoped for, just because the offense is you know it's different than mm-hmm. what we expected. But I think he's going to see more volume because what the Bengals have been doing, throwing it all game with Andy Dalton, it hasn't worked. It really hasn't. There, there's no reason for them to keep doing this every week if it's not winning. Yeah. So I think Mixon, he's a good buy low candidate too. I think that um, I think he could be a, a really good running back two yeah. or a low running back one. Yeah, that's, um, that's where I am. This first half of the season for the Bengals, they have a pretty tough schedule. They do. But the second half, if you've looked at it, it's really weak. Um, he could definitely be a playoff gym yeah. if, he, if he stays healthy. Um, our next player, Alvin Kamara. People are kind of mad, and they're actually scared because... Drew Brees is gone. Drew Brees is gone. But it, but he's going to come back, right? Exactly. That's that's after, everyone, after week six, don't worry. Everyone is forgetting that Drew Brees is coming back. Exactly. They see... Not like Ben. They, they, not like Big Ben, but they see that, oh, Drew Brees is out. Should I drop Alvin Kamara? No, he's going to be back. And as soon as he's back, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, they're, they go right back to what they were. Um, I, I, the same way with um, CMC. I think he's yeah. actually going to play better without without the star quarterback. <laughs> More garbage time dump offs exactly. the better. Um, it's just with, without a confident quarterback one, they have to play through their tight ends and their running backs. Yeah, that's that's it. So Greg Olson too. He's we mentioned it earlier, but he's mm-hmm. definitely going to be good this. And Jared week. Cook, I think, even gets a a, a decent boost mm-hmm. from Breeze being out. Um, and I think that I think that Murray gets a lot of the red zone. Um, carries just because yeah. by size by power yeah that's he's, what he's built he's for just, yeah that's just his role in the team but i actually think that Kamara's is probably gonna score this week um whether it be through a receiving or a rushing touchdown yeah he's so Kamara, elusive he's it's so just good. a matter of time it's so fun to watch too david johnson um he is kind of he, he scored a touchdown which saved his game if he didn't he had like one point but he, but he was out for some of it now david johnson it's interesting because you know apart from the the dream season right mm-hmm. was it 2016 where yeah. he just just incredible he really hasn't been that that amazing now he has played yeah. with really bad teams really bad situations but it's it's i don't think david johnson has the upside that a lot of people do because you have to realize he's still playing in a really pass heavy offense and he's not getting the goal line work if he can get the goal line work he's gonna you know boost that up but it just he's not the same david johnson he's not as efficient he he just doesn't look quite as good and he's is he's pretty old now yeah decently old i think that the cardinals i think that they're slowly going to get better as the season yeah. goes on which I, could benefit or hurt <laughs> like you said pass pass heavy offense now i'm not saying that david johnson's bad and old and washed up i'm just saying i don't think a lot of people were drafting him this year, expecting him to return to 2016, right. you know. I mean, he was like, what, like the, like the four or five pick 
yeah, I think it was too early to draft him. I I think what we're seeing from him is about what I actually expected. Yeah. I think people I were... think he'll be a mid to low RB1. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Hopkins put up a mediocre performance last week, but he played against the best, arguably the best. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about Hopkins. He's if you if you're worried about Hopkins, you should yeah. quit fans. O- always started with confidence. Um, Mike Evans been disapp- yeah. dis- disappointing so far, <laughs> but don't worry, he will rebound at some point. He's never he has. <laughs> he, he's so good, and he's always struggled with Jameis Winston being quarterback because Jameis Winston isn't a great quarterback, but he's always does well. He's someone by low on, yeah. His breakout game is coming soon. Just I like, just how, I like how in your notes you have breakout game is coming soon. Dot dot <laughs> dot. <laughs> um, Julian Edelman. He was drafted as as most teams wide receiver two at least maybe a wide receiver one if you went very running back heavy, and he hasn't been playing up to that the last few weeks. And PPR, he's gotten over ten points I believe the, the first two games, mm-hmm. which is good. But PPR, you know, eighteen points is where you're looking. I think he goes back now because they've had very easy game. With Miami, they didn't have to yeah. use him, and they were trying to use Antonio Brown, force feed him. So I think Antonio, or not Antonio Brown, uh, Julian Edelman, he rebounds yeah. to what we expected him to be. Exactly, he gets a lot of the target that targets that went to Brown week two back, and I think Gordon actually benefits from it too. Yeah, um, start to worry players. These are the players that we're actually worried about. Start off with James Conner. <laughs> um, he's been bad all season long, <laughs> um, and I don't think that's going to change. Um, you know he's he's had he's had two, two um ten or more point PPR games, but and he's already he banged ten... up. And there are running backs behind him that are very good. Exactly. Benny Snell, he only had one touch, but he he did well with it. Got over twenty yards. And Jalen Samuels, he's looked great too. He, he, yeah. So I I think James Conner, I would sell him high as high as you can. Wait for a touchdown or a big week and get him out of your team. Yeah, he has bad bad yards per carry. Bad snap percentage and his and his QB is out now. Oh, I think so. we disagree on the next one actually. Um, I, I in my opinion, Kerryon Johnson is one of the most unlucky players. <laughs> I will agree with that. Um, Matt Patricia refuses to use him yeah, for some reason. I feel like he's always restricted in some in some fashion. Yeah. Um, whether it be through injuries like we saw last season, and even kind of this, we're, we're scared at least this yeah. season. Um. He's never been the feature back. Yeah, he he's always has to deal with someone there getting the touches. Exactly. And on top of that, bad offensive line, which leads to bad yards per carry. Yeah, it's... I, I get where you're coming from, but I think his talent will overcome it in the long run. If he it can could. stay healthy. I, I don't think he's going to, you know, be an RB1 like we had hoped. I think he's going to be a solid RB2 with upside. I, I, I disagree. I think he's going to be a solid flex with... Really? RB2, mid-RB2 potential. Well, it's going to be interesting to watch because I think both of them could happen very easily. Yeah. That's... It's, it's just tough. Are we going to see the carry-on that we saw and, like, or we always have expected to see? Yeah. Or are we going to see carry-on that has actually been Because he's a talented actually player. Been he's very here. talented. Okay, um, the next one we definitely agree on. Devontae Freeman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in my notes, I said he has looked like a wet turd all season. He has been absolute That's garbage. That's just mean, but, I mean, it's true. He's um, really bad. Terrible at yards per carry. Um, he isn't really even being used in the offense, no, which is kind of scary. And Ito's look better. Yeah, he yeah. actually has good yards per carry, uh, or decent yards per yeah, carry. Yeah, I mean, um, yards per carry, it's not, you don't want to base everything off of it, but it's, it's something to look into because, and then the big thing is the offensive line. That's, it's, that's it's why I'm tough. worried most. It's not just, oh, he's having a slow start. No, there's a very obvious reason why there's such a slow start, and I don't see a real reason for it to be fixed yeah it's at least it's immediately 
Um, I would sell Freeman if you mm-hmm. can. Wait for him to score a touchdown because um, he'll he'll have big weeks. All right, so that is the last of them. Oh, um, uh, Antonio Brown is a start to worry player. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have some uh, funny notes to get a little a little comedical this last <laughs> this last bit. I said Antonio Brown is just a ticking time bomb of chaos between the typical diva attitudes allegations and all around idiocy of the whole situation brown was cut by the patriots this man has thrown away his, his away his career and will never be respected the same again he could have gone down as the greatest of all time but now will just be a crybaby could have been what a waste trade him if you can get anything <laughs> maybe stash him and see if he resigns or signs with someone not resigns with the patriots they obviously don't want him yeah um no one really knows what's going to happen. <laughs> is he going to get arrested? Is he going to... Um, it's going to end in the white truck by the driving Rams. down in a police chase. <laughs> <laughs> what if the Rams decide to go after Antonio Brown? I think Brown? the Steelers should sign him. So that's Antonio Brown. I'd be a little worried if I owned him. And now, and now we have a special guest to tell us about his favorite kicker of the week. Take it away, Mr. Sutherland. My kicker of the week is going to be Stephen Houchka. So week one and week two, he hasn't really been showing up, but he has nailed all of his extra points and even a field goal attempt in week one. So this week he's going up against the Cincinnati Bengals, not a great defense, and the Buffalo Bills aren't too great either, although I'm expecting we see some field goals, some extra points, and Steven Houchka will be the greatest kicker of the week. All right, that does it for this week's preview. Uh, This is the week three preview. Thanks again for listening. I hope your matchups go well. Have a good week and enjoy the football.